and talk yeah, about the young vegan my life. One of my favorite subjects. The vegan life. Is it your favorite subject? It is to talk about. Honestly, I see that you be dressing up like super kale lady and oh yeah, it's it's real. And mm-hmm. you like yeah, mm-hmm. it's real. I period. You gotta, but you know what though? I guess in order to really embody something as a new change in your life, you have to love it. You have to like go. Fully. Oh yeah. Like when I think about all of my self care and like this be less petty stuff that I teach right. and all of that, I have engulfed myself in mm-hmm. self help for probably the last twelve years, like twelve to fifteen, probably a little longer than that. But I've seriously like all I do is read books on you know psychi- psychology and like emotional intelligence and nice. ways to be a better person and like that's like when I watch YouTube that's what I'm watching motivational nice. videos like I just don't I don't even in, and that's why I ask myself sometimes I'm like am I supposed to be a comedian nigga because I don't watch that shit right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta I, reprogram reset the wheels but I, never I remember watched us having comedy. this conversation before uh-huh. When you were, I remember having this conversation before when you were starting. Um, uh, it was a live moment where you were speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were in the other studio. Yeah. In big. So I remember, you know, that kind of you getting like heavy in it and saying like, "This is what I'm gonna do," and I'm kind of thinking about. I'm like, do it all. Yeah, I and I do thing. like I do still like comedy when I do it. But, but when what I, you put the energy, what makes you like err, and what you put your energy into as of now the most is that is this right here. Yeah, but you know why? Because when you do something that enriches other people's lives as well as yours at the same time, it's autopilot. So Man. that's why vegan is like that. Because in in addition to me enriching others, it's really helping me. So now it's like, what you know, nobody's not going to do. People will be all in for something that helps themselves, you know what I mean? And comedy, you know, indirectly does help you because you kind of like, oh, I'm giving the gift of laughter, but a direct, like, yeah. I'm going to physically feel good, I'm going to emotionally feel good, I'm going to be at a better place, then yeah. autopilot is just easy. Absolutely. And it's easy to work, 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 work at it, so. Oh, my God. I can dig it. Oh, my God, I'm so happy that you're in the studio today. Yo, what up world? It's your girl, Kelly Howard, here sharing my personal experiences on how being petty almost ruined my life. Yes, all those petty ways and consuming my precious days just and petty thoughts just, ugh, why he packed like that? Why is she looking at me? Is she? Can you believe she coming on my post saying X, Y, Z? Did what? Just pettiness. Just all consuming. And I know you want to be less petty too. Don't you, mm-hmm, girl? Well, check out these bars. Hey! Be less petty with your time. Okay. Be less petty with your mind. Be less petty with your blame. All that petty shit is love. Hey. Be less petty with your friends. Love first. Make amends. Be less petty with your life. Be less petty with your wife. Okay. Be less petty with your mom. Be less petty with your job. Be less petty. Be less petty. Be less petty, baby. Body aches, migraine, chronic illness, anger pains. All it comes from is being petty. Hey. I'm telling you now, uh-huh. you don't want to do it. Nope. Because that petty shit will have you in room. Hey. Social media, yep. yep. Be less petty there. Because mm-hmm. all them petty comments ain't going to get you nowhere. You don't even want to be petty. Show don't. I feel it. You just doing it. Cause it's socially acceptable But don't nobody want no more We wanna move on to a new time Where we can love and spit these rhymes Like what? I wanna love everybody But is that even possible? 
start singing. It was just in me. Now my ears are ringing. My ears are Hey, y'all, welcome back to Be Less Petty, the podcast. I am your host, Kelly Howard, and my husband, Mike Jew, is out of town today. He is in L.A. living the life, so he will not be joining us. But we are in season two now, and it's all about health. That is right. Season two is Be Less Petty About Health, and this particular episode is Be Less Petty About Diet. And we may actually have another episode about dieting because this is so specific to veganism I don't know if veganism is a word that's is it. it a word that's a term is it okay <laughs> so it's so specific to veganism I have my friend and my co-worker she is a comedian a dancer a fashion designer a seamstress um uh I don't know what you call them but she does it all she's a multifaceted beautiful black queen I have I mean I am so in awe by her it's insane Blair Christian is in the studio. Thank you so very much. Um, You guys may or may not have heard her on my podcast before in Kelly Talks, but she's here back to uh, give us this vegan info right now because she's been a vegan for how long? What? Uh, Since 07. 07. So you're talking 12 years eating them greens, right? Yes, yes. About as long as I haven't eaten beef or pork. Oh, yeah. I stopped that, but I was still on turkey and fish, I mean turkey and chicken for a long time. Okay. And I still haven't gotten away from fish. That's all right. Yeah. Steps. My thing is now, like, if people are just embracing the idea, I'm good. Yeah. Like, as long as you own there, because I get some people who like, hell no, you got to die something. <laughs> so Let me die that beef. <laughs> they not rocking. They yeah. not rocking, period. So. You know, it's so ingrained, especially in our culture. It is so ingrained in us to eat because we were given the scraps, oh. you know, for so long. And it, and you, you made a lot. Like, I had a love for chitlins for a very long time. Like you almost no, threw up in your I mouth. Know. No, because that wasn't even a transition. I never got into chitlins. Like I didn't have that family, oh, so God. I wasn't blessed with that transition at all. So I've never had like chitlins as a meal. I, I used to max them yeah. chicken guts. Oh I mean them pig, pig. guts. That's pig, pig intestines. Guts. Uh, everybody. Pig guts. Yeah. I did. Yes, no. with a little bit of hot sauce, nigga. What? I can't. If that is not a representation of residue, <laughs> the residue of slavery, I don't know what it is. Literal residue. For real, for real. And they would stink so bad when you had to clean them. Like, that should tell you right there that you shouldn't be eating this shit Listen. because of the cleaning process. But- and my, my grandmother, honestly, bless her soul, she used to eat the chillings. There was no cleaning that was happening no i'm no. telling you and maybe it's because are you by this sure time maybe you weren't older, paying attention well i don't know because maybe when, you never watched it after i guess when you clean them when you cook them they're not supposed to smell the whole block smelled to high heaven so i don't think she was cleaning them no they would still smell a little okay. bit even okay. after well, you cleaned them yeah but well, you had to clean them job. she didn't do the, like the sanitizer even she probably the, just rinse even the bit. pre-cleaned ones that you could buy Ah, you had you to clean. Had to you had to. It was like well, you could see the he, shit. She passes through that. So I would think <laughs> that's what you we gonna, do. You know what? This ain't what this episode about. This episode Period. is not about chitlins. But this move. is a good segue. <laughs> into okay? why you should not eat exactly. meat. Exactly. <laughs> why you should definitely turn vegan if you grew up on that crap. Yes. Oh, my God. So now me going into the whole vegan idea was health reasons, inflammation, okay. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. What led you down the vegan 
Okay, so what? I, what it was a man. <laughs> was it? It actually was, but the not, things we do for love. I'm telling you, and I'm excited <laughs> about that one though. I was um I was very young and I was training for a AIDS marathon. So I was just I always been sometimes like, oh, let's do something. I've been a dancer forever, and it was partially too with um. And if you want to check physical. her out, she dances for Missy. You probably seen on like the Super Bowl <laughs> or any of Missy videos. She's so fucking dope. It's crazy. But Thank okay, you, go queen. ahead. What were you saying? So <laughs> I was training for the AIDS marathon. I was like, I want to run a marathon. I've seen the advertisement three times in three different, you know, different settings. So I'm like, maybe that means, you know, the rule of three, let me do it. And so while I was doing that, I had a good friend. He told me like, hey, if you lay off the animal, you'll have more energy. Now, prior to him saying that, I was already kind of slightly health conscious just because of weight, actually. Right. Because I've always had, like, meat on my bones. Uh So that was, like, partially why I was like, oh, let me get a little bit more healthier and just kind of listening to people as I, you know, was growing up and hearing certain things and the right diets and that kind of thing. So when he said just lay off the meat while you're training, I said, okay, cool. And when I did it, I really did notice the difference in my energy. But now I just stopped the meat, so I was still eating cheese. Okay. So and milk and stuff right, like that. And everything. I just really literally just stopped me. Okay. So I'm still eating junk. Right. And it, you know what I mean? It was just, you know, I would just go to a fast food restaurant and just only get fries or that kind of thing. So yeah. I did that for like three years, I wanna say. And so when I went to Miami, you know, as I'm going, I'm kinda, you know, learning just a little bit here and there. I went to Miami and I ordered the vegetarian sub at Subway. He said, Are you a vegetarian? I said, Yeah. He said, Man, you should really consider leaving that dairy alone. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, that's the next thing, the next worst moment to clog in your heart than meat. Because that's what meat, meat clogs the heart, the arteries. Right. Sends your cholesterol and and high, high, high. I just heard sugar is worse than meat. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, sugar, that's that's a drug. That's a whole nother. That's a drug. (laughs) See, that's not even food. That is drug. That is like cocaine. No, period. (laughs) Like, it sounds crazy, but it really is. So... The um so the guy said if you leave that he said that's the next worst thing to clog in the heart is cheese so I said really he said check out this website peta.com so I said okay so soon I went on it so like the animal website yeah that but I guess they had a specific moment of you know dairy or whatever and so he said that and I said I'm done with cheese and okay. I just went home like and the guy I was dating at the time I'll never forget I was like yeah we don't eat cheese no more he was like what <laughs> every time you come back from out of town we take something out of our diet <laughs> and so. I, after that, 07, I was like, no cheese. So no dairy, no anything. And so I was trying to learn as, you know, then I was on my own. I'm just like, I'm not eating cheese. I'm not eating dairy. So then as the time went, I started like, what can I eat? And it wasn't like now. It's tons of vegan spots, tons of, it was like you kind of relied on a grocer or I would just eat just like potatoes all day and that kind of thing. And so I did that. The vegan lifestyle, then I found the wonderful world of Whole Foods and was like, <laughs> and so then I started um, finding all kind of vegan alternatives. And yeah. see, that became a moment of just like, they got the fake vegan sausage, vegan tacos, vegan pizza, and vegan this. And as I start getting a little bit more well versed in it, in 2015, it changed my life. Like, so people, like my family around me, got accustomed to like, blood a vegan. And you know, they got used to it. But in 2015, I, um, Got introduced to Dr. Sabi, which is right, like right, 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 right. Yeah. the all knowing, the everything, the Messiah of just kind of like health foods and kind of like the, man, the indigenous diet for melanated people, like that guy. So when I got introduced to him, then it was like, what I've been doing is terrible. I've been living my life right. And 
I came and guess what? I was in Miami again. <laughs> Miami be changing swear, your life. And it, it wasn't even like not South Beach. It just happened to be, I guess, Florida. I was there. And I just it was no one who influenced me, but I watched the actual DVD while I was in Miami. And when I came back again, I was like, hey, I'm done with potatoes. I'm done with blah, 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 this. We're going to alkaline vegan. So then now it's a difference. So now yeah. it's a little healthier. And now I can understand certain things. So what's the difference before you go too far okay. in, w- between alkaline vegan and just regular veganism? Okay, so alkaline, is, okay, so on the chart of acidity or pH balance, pretty uh-huh. much is what it is. You got your acid foods and your alkaline foods. You kind of want to stay in the middle but leaning more towards an alkaline-based diet. And the reason why is because foods that are high in acidic create inflammation and create and after inflammation create disease. Yeah. Pretty much that's what it is. Like Dr. Sebi pretty much breaks down anything we're suffering from, diseases, anything that's foreign to the body or makes you feel like a sickness, an ailment, all starts from some type of inflammation within the cells. Now, how does that because you your mother has multiple sclerosis right, right? as and, as do i and yeah do you influence her diet or does she still now, eat kind of no because inflammation is no. i've noticed with my diet like when i don't when i eat shit i feel like shit oh period now what's so crazy is my mother has ms but she's had that all my life she got diagnosed at 17 so that's like that's just always been a part of it and she's kind of been in remission and that kind of thing so that didn't directly i didn't directly like line that up or jump at her right away. It was really my dad because he died of a stroke. Okay. And he was like super young and not, I mean, not super young, but not to have a a hemorrhagic stroke where the brain actually bleeds into the ventricles and that kind of thing. So he had like hypertension, diabetes. He was just not taking care of his body. So he was more of the catalyst of like, uh uh-oh, we got to start doing something better. Like my mom had ailments forever. Like I say, she'd been functioning and I knew that. But when his thing happened, I was like, oh, Okay, see, this is where we are with it. And so I became a little bit more mindful now, currently to this day. Now I'm like snatching food out my mama hand and going to the house and looking in the refrigerator and throwing garbage. Oh, and we out. getting in. She scared for me to go to the grocery store with her. And she, if I come with her, <laughs> she go in another aisle and hide and stuff under like that. So recently, like the last three years, I've been on her. But right. it's hard. I it's bet hard. it is. She has and habits. And she say it like... And, but and it's hard, too, because she's the type like, yeah, well, you know, I know. But, um, <laughs> but I that. love these Lay's potato chips. So what you want me to do? Or she say, yeah, you know, it's just hard, you know, and I'm trying. And so she understands now. It's more so I'm waiting for that light bulb to go off in her because it's yeah. only so much I can do. I'm waiting for her to be like, I'm done with this. Like, I want to be better. Yeah. So and it's really fast food. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, that probably made my transition a little easier. I didn't grow up in a house where, like, you know how your mother throw down and it's like the this, this. We were eating processed stuff, like, all since I can remember. Like, my mother wasn't a super cook. Yeah. She had, like, one dope dish, and I was like, that was lasagna. But everything else was like, grab them and just standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Heat this up. Or you know, she cooked, but it wasn't an elaborate, like, recipes and that kind of thing. So I wasn't. So you weren't, like, letting go of any traditional right, I didn't, connections. Right. It was yeah. more so I know all the garbage I was eating, was consuming, was just, like, processed this. And like, fish sticks ain't good for you. Can't eat them no more. <laughs> like, okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. So it was an easier transition. Yeah. And I just think, so now, like I said, I'm on the whole trying to, do the alkaline vegan. Now, I will say to everybody out there, just as hard as it is to transition from like being a meat eater to vegan to become alkaline is tough. It, everything has it. It's crazy. And when I started looking at the stuff that caused inflammation, I was like, I, bitch, I can't eat shit. No, I can't eat nothing but kale. Say. 
They send me pictures with the water and the ice on a Look at Blood diet. Yes, and basically. And I'm like, no, I found some things I can't eat. It's so limited. It's so limited. Like, and, and so many things have sugar in it, and that's definitely an inflammation kickoff right there, okay. boy. What? It gets okay, it started. Okay, so sugar, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why. <laughs> she said, ladies and gentlemen. When she said <laughs> sugar is worse, I said, oh, yeah, that's a whole other drug. Because, okay, when you have a plant that produces something, the minute you strip it, from where, strip it from its root or, like, from its casing. So, like, sugar comes in a sugar cane. Okay. That's how it comes. Like, it's it resembles kind of like a corn stalk, but it's long. Yeah, you they sell so them they, in Jamaica where you can, yeah, you can chew on them, literally it, chew exactly. on the ch- cane. It, as soon as you strip it from that and you process it, it becomes a drug. So, like, just like cocaine, like, when it's in its plant form, it's not as terrible and potent as it is until they strip it from the actual poppy seed from the plant. So, we need to be giving niggas so cocaine plants what, instead of cocaine. And that's yeah, how you we wouldn't heal. be as high, but <laughs> it would do something. Yeah. yeah, for real, for real. So that's what sugar is. It's like I, obviously it's a little, I guess you would say, low in detriment, but it's still detrimental to the body. Yeah. And then you consider the process. So like when you get the processed sugar and the white and the granulated or whatever however they do it, then it's even worse. Right. And people wonder why when they say kids like you gave them ice cream, you gave them donuts, and they go, kids are literally high. Like, just like you cocaine high as a grown-up, when you give a kid a whole bunch of stuff, like a whole bunch of crazy sugar, they're high, and they have to come down. And seriously, it sounds crazy, probably why they crash at the end of the night and be knocked out. And when you load up kids who don't have kind of a balanced diet and they consume it more, that's why you deal with kids who don't sit still in in class. You deal with poor grades. You deal with behavior issues. And we kind of chuck it up to they use the word, that kid bad. No, the kid's diet is bad. He's not a bad kid. And that's like realistically like the root almost. Because just think about, I can think about me walking around with the juice and the cookies and a sucker and everything. And that's all I ate the whole afternoon. And then I might come in the crib and like eat some more processed like breaded stuff that becomes a sugar. And just think about my diet just all day. Like right now when you understand and know it, like if I see someone give a kid like a baby a sucker, I lose it. Like, Because <laughs> I could just, I understand what they do. It's like literally, literally giving your kid crap. Yeah. It so is. how do you deal with that? Like, do your mate, your your the person that you're currently seeing, if you're seeing anyone, do they currently eat? Oh yeah, they gotta do what I do. They I gotta see. do what you they do. So you can't date doing. anybody that doesn't eat oh, no, veganism. Act line vegan. Now, the, vegan I, specifically, I, date, I met guys, and then we start dating. They they weren't originally vegans. Like I haven't gotten lucky where I meet a vegan man. Like hey, <laughs> I convert. So you're around here converting people. Oh no, yeah, I'm out here. They call, I'm out here Erica by doing them. That's what my cousin and them say. Look, blood like Erica Badu. But you know what? It's not even once you know, and I and the, and the difference is being intimate with somebody and being around them every day. Once you understand, it's not like I'm making you do something. It's like, damn, that makes sense. Let me do it. Right. And it's easy when you with somebody consistently. Because yeah. even my friends, if I talk to them, they like, that makes sense, and I want to do that. But I'm not around them in that. You know what I mean? Consistently yeah. to where I can be like, you know what I mean? When you with your guy, you got some, you got little incentives and jewels. Like, hey, you yeah. do right. And mm-hmm, they, like, <laughs> I'm, they more inclined to straighten up. Yeah. So I think, I think it's that too. Cause most of the people who are like around me enough understand they're not, I only got like two friends that's like, 
baby boom, it don't matter. Or they might be a little bit combative. Or they would say things like, vegans be in a hospital too. And they, <laughs> they get sick too and they died. Or my auntie, or this the one, my grandma lived to 97 and she was eating the swine. And I will say this, it's a difference in the older generation. If you were from that fast food era, which is our parents, uh-huh. oh, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. Like you're not, none of them going to 90 with the diet they didn't have. Yeah. Them, Late 60s babies and the late 60s, like, I want to say late 50s, 60s babies, mm-mm. Because that was the boom of fast food, for one, crack. And that era just physically took us, put a toll on us as a people, period. But the people that lived to 90s were born we're before, in the 20s exactly, and the 30s and cooking, they were cooking everything. Right, yeah. and that is a slight difference. That is So a now I will say, like, early on, I would just be like, leave the animal alone. Now when I meet people and they kind of like, oh, trying to get on a healthy journey, I would say leave the processed stuff alone. Okay. So I would. So that's more, the that's the first step. That's the first step. I would say like, okay, if you gonna get you a nice, you know, fillet or something like from a high end moment, and you like really monitor not back alley grease spoons, then I would say, okay, well, you know, indulge in your meat here and there in moderation. But I would rather you not pick up flaming hots and TV dinners and frozen this and that as opposed to just meat. So in frozen food. So even if it's like healthy. Like well, like um, when I say like I'm saying like those TV Weight Watchers dinners. and stuff like that. Yeah, anything that has to go through like a preserving process, they put like bogus chemicals in it. So now it's a better alternative than like a hungry jack man with just like mashed potatoes, corn, and meat. That the healthy choice is better, but you really want everything you consume to be fresh. You know what I mean? At some point, like you don't really want it to go through that. So what about frozen vegetables? Like in the bag? Yeah, like if you. That's, I mean, you know, that works. That's not preserved? I mean, it's a certain, um, well, fr- freezing is supposed to do it itself, right? So, excuse me, if you do that and it's a vegetable, you still, okay. you're all right. Because I'll get my fruit, like if I know this fruit is just designated for smoothies, I'll put them in the freezer myself. Just because yeah. I know I want it to be cold, I want it to be, you know. Yeah. But you just, I became, in 2015, a label reader. Like I'm an ingredients. As soon as I pick it up, I'm like... Oh, my God. What are some of the top things in foods that are bad that we don't even notice? That Please stay away from anything that says corn. Corn starch is actually, it it has an ingredient, uh, cyanide, that wrecks the brain. Corn is a huge inflammation. It's a huge inflammatory. That's why I avoid it. Crop because it can be processed in so many different ways, and it can be genetically just put together. Like, you can grow corn in the studio. Like, that's how much they didn't did and manipulated that 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 crop it's terrible you know corn come out your body whole yeah you can't does. even digest it, it. so that's how you know it's terrible <laughs> corn can be fuel like that's how terrible corn is so uh-huh. if you see corn starch run if you see anything that says bleach run um anything that says syrup run you know because i said you know syrup what sugar. about like agave Sir. Agave is okay. okay. Agave is from that's the nectar that we can take in. Oh, and but I, it, it I would say agave. agave nectar. It wouldn't say agave syrup. Well, I don't. I haven't really heard anything about the variations in that. Like okay. normally, if it's agave on the back, it'll just say coming from that. Okay, and it's not like something they did extra. Um, the different ones, I will. I normally do the lighter one just because you know it's, I guess, less in calories and it's not as heavy. But agave itself is just. That's the way to go, to sweeten. That's the only thing you should use, actually, to sweeten. Now, what do you feel about, like, flour and gluten and oh, wheat? Oh, yeah, you know, all that's wheat. terrible. All that's terrible. 
because it's just it, it goes through. I'm all sorry, of, y'all listening to this podcast. <laughs> y'all just gonna be like a bitch can't eat. I'm sorry, <laughs> but listen, people. I will say this: just moderation. Like once you know a little bit, then you can kind of maneuver. And this is another thing: if you're active, is you have a little bit more leg room. Yeah. Now, if you know you're just sitting around, then you might want to just go on and get the vegetables and fruits and waters. But if you're active and physical, you can, you know, wait to offset deal with it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah your body kind of burn it. Yeah. But you want to really want to take in natural grains, and that's like the millet, kamut, uh, spelt, um, quinoa. Those are like natural grains. Wild rice is a yeah, good one. Yeah. You know. Um, so white rice is a no go. Oh, that's plastic. They showed that, though, on, like, the Facebook. It went viral where they were literally feeding the plastic into the machine. It comes out into a string, and then they chop it into the little... That's why you see that residue. If you ever made rice, people listening, and the white residue thick that come around your pot when you strain it or when you cook it too long, that's the plastic. That's the starch, in essence. So all starches. My husband's Asian, okay? Do you know how much rice we eat? But guess what? You can't eat rice, but you should get the black rice... Or the long basmati. Okay, so we do and eat. Y'all, and we eat like goodie. jasmine rice. And you and you goody. And then this is another thing. Look. So what what specific rice is a no go? Is plastic just white rice or the white bleach rice and the fake brown rice, which they just paint is white rice. They paint brown. I never was a yeah. fan of brown rice. I felt like it was something a yeah. little shady about it. It's just like it. wheat bread. Just painted white bread. That's like nah. It's not really. You need a multi grain. You need a. Okay. If this is what I would say, when you're dealing with grains, if you don't like real feel the crunch, then you're not winning. If it's soft and all that, and nah, it's been processed and done. So what about pasta? Um, I'm just not a pasta eater, but they have like spelt pasta, so they it's do. made from the spelt flour. So then that's okay. They have veggie pasta too. That's like made from. Yeah, but you got to check though, because sometimes they say veggie and they'll paint it green, and then in the back it'll say white bleach flour and you know what I mean so you gotta be careful of it but if it's made from a straight quinoa grain a spelt grain then you goody so what are just four things I can eat for the rest of my life and just I'm just gonna eat those quinoa I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ever eat anything else quinoa, with these four cause things. you can do anything with quinoa you can make quinoa sweet I make a bomb quinoa pudding people that's oh my, my God. sweet when I'm feeling like strict I do a quinoa pudding with agave apples cinnamon really? bomb and that could be like it's like rice pudding, but with quinoa. So quinoa, um, you can manipulate, you can make it steam, you could fry it, start, you know, you can do a lot. So quinoa is one thing you should have in your house, and that'll do the trick for tons of different meals. Um, veggies, of course, well, mushrooms, though. I would say quinoa and mushrooms. Mushrooms almost taste like meat sometimes. Because yeah. mushrooms, you could do a lot with that, too. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing, mushroom burgers, strip it like a steak, uh-huh. and I make this bomb quinoa, mushroom steak, people. Um and then what did you say? Four things: um, mushrooms, quinoa, zucchini, because zucchini can be spaghetti. Oh yeah, and yeah, it yeah. can be chopped as in a wrap, or you can eat it slightly just steamed raw a little bit. And then the fourth thing probably. So would do you be, not eat bread? No, I eat now. I eat these wraps, uh, Ezekiel wraps, when I want something like all together, and they're with all the natural grains in them. Okay. And you can always tell because it, like I say, it's hard. It won't stay flat. Like it'll break on you yeah because of the grain yeah um and you know because it costs a million dollars i will say that when you try to go vegan 
with the veggies and that stuff, you're good. But once you start trying to do things and get snazzy like wraps or bread, it's like $9 for a loaf if you get an Ezekiel. Ezekiel bread, we yeah. buy that and currently. That's the bomb. It's like eight ninety nine. dollars And that's bomb. So if I get in the mode, I'll get Ezekiel. But I, I do wraps more so than bread. And that's just not probably vegan. That's just probably me. I'm just like the trying to be thin. I'm trying to look like Kelly. Okay, what was the fourth thing? Um. So what is it? We got... Quinoa, mushroom, zucchini. And then the fourth thing. Trying to look like Kelly. Avocado. I just caught that. <laughs> Bitch, I don't eat because I don't know what Damn, I can eat. But that's that's what right. that is. <laughs> I'm down with that too. That's one of my philosophies. You don't got to eat every day. <laughs> I'll say that. People are like, how can you? You do not have to eat every day. That's something that's been perpetuated for people to consume products, not for your health. That's why people fast. For wait, 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 wait. So break this. Okay, fast. Okay, when you go into that, okay. Let's do people do fast. Yeah. People do so, fast. And you don't, you don't need to eat everything. Yeah, let's not get so away the from the four. thing. Quinoa. Quinoa. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Zucchini and avocado. Okay. And then your life is grand. I love avocado, so Ooh, that works. You can do everything. Avocado, avocado. toast. What? Everything. I guess on Ezekiel bread. And that's it. <laughs> or you just toast that little thin wrap and then you goody. Okay. So that's it. And then you win it. And then with your seasonings. Okay. Because that's what people like. People say, like, I need this. You're really addicted to salt or you're addicted to the palate of something sweet. It's not really the meat itself. So I would. this is another thing, everybody. Food, and especially in America, it's your culture. We identify foods with behaviors, with uh, class structures, with what you do. Like, I, like people, when women say, I'm stressed and I'm giving over, getting over someone, I'm going to get ice cream and chocolate. Like, no one said you got to go get, but now a culture, when you watch that, you see somebody eating ice cream because she's sad, and then we go get ice cream to make us feel better. Right. When that's not really, that's a cultural thing. That's not your physical body needing that. Yeah. So we, just like with soul food, we tie that to what it made us feel when you're eating it, not that you necessarily need that. So chocolate on your period is... No, not really. What about them cravings, though? Now, you do have certain cravings, but you've built those. And because, you know, your brain is powerful. When you hearing women say that, like, I got a certain craving, I'll be on or when I'm... <laughs> Why your voice got to change? Because that? that's what they do. They pop, like, oh, <laughs> that's what my friends do. They go, I mean... So we... Our f- food in our life is really based on culture, and they create that culture because it's a multi-billion-dollar business. Yeah. And that's what we have to understand, too, that because people want to make money, they'll tell you anything. It's not that milk is the only source of calcium. They won't. They can't technically say that, but they'll tell you that, like, you getting calcium from milk. Of course, because cows get calcium from the leafy greens like we can you like yeah. cutting out the middleman. That's not the only source. But they have Hemp to... Hemp milk has a lot of calcium in exactly. it, too. I drink that. And it's bomb, too. It is. But they just tell you those things because it's a selling point. Yeah. Because what would you really say? Hey, you know you're going to get pus and potential infection when you drink this white fluid from another species. No, right. you're not buying that. You know what I mean? So they want to say, oh, this makes your bone stronger. I'm not saying that you might not receive some calcium, but what's at what cost? Because you're going to receive so many other things from it. Yeah. And it's, you know... I do. I I tell when I'm trying to break something down to people with as far as the cows go is cows are a multicellular organism like we are. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about women, how we feel like if we stressed out or if we don't get sleep, our periods are different. You know what I mean? You might be light. All those things affect you. And we ain't even talking about eating. That's just how you feeling, you know, for your month. That's just the same thing with cows. So when you they've made it such a business that the cows are literally on top of each other like a machine. They never get to move around. They never get to they never get sunlight. And then they keep them on these machines. They're not producing in other words healthy or happy milk. Yeah. Like that milk is full of stress and this and that and so they breed disease 
just to not to mention being in close confinement and dirty and unsanitary facilities and then not giving them a break on the nipple so like the nipple is creating sores and pus and that is building in them and they know that so then they'll say well we'll put this percentage of preservatives in it to kind of take that away and in america we allow 20 percent or like 10 percent more than the rest of the world that's why you look at like different places overseas their milk tastes a little different and their bodies are a little different because they actually adhere to certain rules for people like hey yeah. Let's not put this product out like this because of that. We don't, other, on the other hand, like, oh, no, we make more money if we do it this way. So to hell with everybody else, we'll just add some medicine on the shelf. Yeah. Or we'll add more more jobs for doctors. They took heaven off of my, my breast milk because they said it just wasn't, it wasn't giving her the nutrition she needed. And I think it's just because of the, the situation we was in, I was stressed out. Right. And like you said, like, yeah. I'm not producing the, oh, no, the not quality exactly. milk that she needed mm-hmm. for that moment. Yep. Definitely. That's crazy. And then the worst thing you could do is, and well, those are special circumstances, but it's not give your baby your milk. Yeah. Like. But I donated all my milk to like, you know, healthier babies. She was a sick baby, so Mm -hmm. she needed a more Mm -hmm. intense. Yeah. But for other babies, I definitely donated. And it sounds crazy when someone's like, would you let your um, homegirl breastfeed your baby? You're like, "Uh uh-uh. But you will take a cow fluids, but you're going to take your homegirl. It's the same species. (laughs) Yeah. We just, we're off. We're off. That makes a little bit more sense. We're off. Oh, my God. Okay, so now for people that don't have a lot of money and they're trying to go, go into, into this, it. yeah, how do you, so what do you suggest for this. them? It's it's only expensive. Aside from them only being able to eat fruits and vegetables. Right, right, right. I would say it's only expensive, like, and that's just what eating meat when you try to cut corners or just do quick stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just like if you eat meat but you're trying to do, like, eat out every day or, you know, get the stuff that's already prepared, it's more expensive. Now, I will say there are certain things that are like the Ezekiel breads and certain things that are Super, super expensive. So I would say making a transition, invest in your own, like a dehydrator to create your own bread or create, uh, invest in. Nigga, that take a lot of, let's do, do some shit that don't take but, time. Wait, because you're talking to. But healthy, period, though. <laughs> if they don't have the money, they probably don't have the time. You know what I mean? Because they probably have no <laughs> work. hustling. Right. But, okay. <laughs> I would say then you would have to really get the, um, you would really have to do, get creative with the veggies. Get creative with the with the fruits and veggies and, and the grains that you can have. and Do you have some rock. websites you, you suggest where they give um, certain yeah, recipes? I, I like um, Ty's Conscious Kitchen. His name is Ty. T-Y. T-Y. Yeah, Ty's Conscious Kitchen. And so he makes all like the, in other words, fun food, like tacos okay. and pizza. I do his uh, pizza recipe. is really good where you create the sauce. And it doesn't take a lot of time or a lot of like, oh, I got to be skilled. You like literally put it in the blender, boom, pour it on there, sprinkle the seasonings, and you're good. Um... And uh, my girl, Chef Aki, Aki, she's uh, based out of Atlanta. She started, like, as a chef. How do you spell that? A-H-K-I. Okay. And she's uh, she's dope. And she she's a chef for, like, famous people and things like that. But then she'll do moments where she does, like, this is how you create this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the actual cooking people. Oh, they have a vegan soul group. Um on Facebook. Now, I will say with them, they're kind of like the new vegans, so everything is kind of like they're trying to make like soul food and that kind of thing because it's different. Like if you trying to slowly transition from meat and you kind of want to take in like the fake, I don't know, fake, but just processed like hamburger or the the impossible burger things like that i was gonna ask you i was gonna get to that how do you feel about that so after you say this i definitely want to hear your thoughts um, on the impossible burger the vegan soul group chef arky ty's conscious kitchen and then just to get like information if you're trying to like really understand kt the arch degree is dr stay Sabi's stepson oh wow so 
as opposed to Sabi, when I was learning, I had to like really squint and listen because his videos were all uploads. It wasn't like him live. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to listen to. Like you really got to hone in on the lectures. Yeah. But with his stepson, he's younger. He was. He's, you know, savvy with technology. So when you listen to him, he's giving you a truckload of information, but it's clear. Okay. And he's a little bit more concise. So that's KT, the arch degree. And that's on YouTube? And it's, yep, letter K, letter T, and arch degree. All these people on YouTube. Awesome. Now, yeah. how do you feel about, because I'm going to tell you right now, I fucking love no. the Impossible I'm Burger. <laughs> like, like I love, love, love I'm with it. You. And I still eat bread, so I get it in a burger with and all that. Bomb. With all and that good, good. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. like on front. So the Impossible Burger is delicious. But it has a lot of sodium in but it. I, I peep ooh, that. What? I peep that sodium. Any, any substitute, meaning like uh, vegan sausage, vegan this, vegan crumble, all loaded with sodium because that's how they give you the taste. So... If you're going to take in a vegan, whatever, go ahead and get your gallon of water next to <laughs> That's what it is. They you're just create it like that. Uh, I will say the Impossible Burger, when I first got it, I said, okay, uh, so who's trying to trick me? I swear to God. I said, somebody's trying to base me. Somebody's trying to throw me under the bus. That's how perfect it Blair, is. Blair, when I tell you I ordered it, <laughs> I ordered it for delivery, right? I was at, I was working at like this work, co-working space. I got it. I opened it up. I took my first bite into it and it had the little red in the what? middle. So I was like, uh-uh. I called the place and was like, <laughs> I ordered a, a vegan, vegan burger. And yeah. I said, I ordered the Impossible Burger and this is what y'all sent me. And she said, no, sweetie, it that's the Impossible Burger. I yes. said, I know, but I wanted the one that doesn't have meat in it. <laughs> That's the one the I ordered. Juice to make right. it look red. And she said, that's the point. It's impossible to believe that it's not Man. real beef. And, and I was like, super bitch. Good what? <laughs> I was I like, said, you any, got my ass. <laughs> anything that close to resembling can't be good for you. When I tasted it and I ate it like I did it like in the, like at home with the onion, grilled onions and all of that. Then I did it again on the grill. I said, yeah, I definitely got to do this once a month. I just knew it before I even researched the ingredients or anything because I'm like, nah. But the ingredients are pretty legit, other yeah. than the um, sodium. What they do is, and and I just learned this from watching KT the Arts degree. It's like a whole bunch of blends of wheats and um, omega uh, oils and acids, and like they like mash it up. And so you can take that stuff in because you know by themselves, like omega threes are good and things like that. But once they start cross blending them and like messing and manipulating the wheat, it's you know it causes inflammation. So it does. Yeah. So you oh. can't OD. Yeah, yeah. It's still that. Why would you tell me that? I know. Inflammation right? is the devil for I me. I know. So, I mean, like I say, it's obviously better than a cow burger and that. But let's say if you did your Impossible Burger, but you did it with, like, arugula and um, arugula sprouts, avocado, and then had the right grain. You know what I mean? To strip and pull, you know, most of that out of you and that kind of thing. And then you, like, extremely active and that kind of thing. You could do it once a month. But that couldn't be your, hey, you know, it's Friday, I'm going to get my, you, nah. Yeah. You don't want a part of the regular regimen at all. <sighs> so, yeah, no, no. no I yeah, I bought, I bought the, first of all, I wanted to do a burger night, so I bought the Impossible Burgers for the house. Mm -hmm. And I bought the beef burgers for the, you know, the rest of the family. Yeah. And it was two fucking patties for six ninety nine. Oh, yeah. I was like, nigga, no, I can't yeah. do this. But on sale five ninety nine. And then I bought the sausage. Now I will say this: I bought the four pack sausage, the hot Italian sausage mm -hmm. of the Impossible Meat, and uh, we chopped it up and put it in some veggies, and it was delicious. But after eating like 
probably I think it was probably equivalent to like two sausages mm-hmm. from me. I didn't feel that great actually. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I thought I would feel after oh, eating no. something that was yeah. veggie based. I yep. was like, uh, this seems a little too heavy yeah. in the some sodium way. And the wheat, yep. And I think that's what it was. And I think that wheat in itself is also an inflammation. And I didn't really know that mm-hmm. until recently. Mm-hmm. So. Man, now, now, quick, real quick, because you follow Dr. Sebi. We're going to wrap this up real, real soon. Um, a lot of great information, y'all. I don't know how much you can uh, implement right, right away. We'll try. Uh, but, you know, hey, baby steps. Mm-hmm. So mucus, mm-hmm. right? Dr. Sebi talks a lot about that, yep. like mucus and stuff. I personally deal with a lot of – it started when I was smoking weed all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I stopped smoking weed, and now I still deal with it, like, regularly, daily. I still mm-hmm. deal with the – the nasal, the throat, yeah, yeah. the spitting it up, like it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a thing for me. How do what foods counteract? Well, you would because I know there are kind of get into the the herbs, like the teas, okay, and those kind of things help with that. So, like, um, they have the you heard of the magic black sea oil, the black sea beverage. So, black sea oil is like, I think like they just listed like a hundred and one benefits from it. Okay, is that amazing and uh what you do is take a teaspoon in the morning teaspoon at night can i just do that and then eat like shit no okay (laughs) i mean it would be a little (laughs) bit better but if you eat nice decent and that then you 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 right right yeah but you want to take in like um different herbs and stuff you know ginger ginger is really good and not in big quantities turmeric yeah turmeric definitely i have a i have a um thing called golden milk that i do mm-hmm. it's like a super blend and it okay. has like maca and ginger and uh turmeric and the black pepper to nice. activate the yeah. turmeric it's like this whole and it only has 0.5 sugar Ooh, i know it's a nice, nice little it's called super food it's a super okay. food and it's called golden milk it's really nice. good and i and i mix that with hemp milk or oat milk nice yeah and that's a winner so yeah i would say get into the herbs um they got the different herbs. they got herbs for everything honestly and um when I, I um, the like burdock root, um, certain herbs you can kind of investigate and see what works. But if you just take in that on a daily, you're winning. You know what? I felt so much better. I had a migraine mm-hmm. for a while, and it just, I mean, I went to the chiropractor, I went everywhere, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't fucking figure out what was going on. And so somebody was like, yo, you need to go to this Chinese herbalist. And I went to this dude. He didn't even speak English. I had to have a translator there. It wow. was crazy. And he gave me, like, these herbs that I had to take twice a day um, for five days and then come back and see him. And then he gave me, like, another pack for five days. Mm-hmm. And it I haven't had a migraine since. Oh, yeah. oh, it, no. like, and I I mean, he didn't tell me that I was going to be shitting out my ass for, like, the whole. Getting rid of it. It's, I mean, it was Anything so aggressive. Anything that's wrong with the but, body is trying to cleanse itself. So yeah. headaches are trying to release something. You know what I mean? Mucus is trying to, you're trying to take things out of the body as form and that's what it is wow so you have these things that mitre aches or arthritis and all that stuff it's just everything literally is due to the, our diets and one thing that dr sebi did say is like look i'm not healthy like nobody's the healthy you're really supposed to be like we're behind schedule just from being passed down from yeah. generation to generation so now we're kind of playing catch up yeah you know what i mean with with just everything so that's why people do those like 20 days, 30 day fast. So I would just, you know, encourage people just to do four to seven days. We did not talk about that. We skipped over yeah, that, that fasting. not eating thing. So oh, yeah. Yeah. that's the best thing you can do. Anytime, this is a little tip for everybody. If you get sick, you're like, man, I'm feeling the weather. I think I've been around somebody. Just don't eat. Don't eat and just drink a truckload of water. I promise you, you will be better. Anytime I feel like, oh, I just won't eat. 
take in an enormous amount of fluids, which is just pretty much spring water. And then, you know, if you got your teas, your herbs, or whatever you want to do, and flush, and you'll be good. And that's with any infection, actually. If you get something like foreign rash, you're like, man, I don't really got time to go to the doctor. This look crazy. Don't eat. So if you got chlamydia. I promise you. <laughs> I promise I'm you. just saying. It'll take a longer. You might have to fast for 90 days, <laughs> but it'll be gone. You hear me? A left eye went over there with uh, Sabi and did the 90 day. And of course, he gave her herbs, but she fasted for those 90 days or 60 days, whichever one it was. And she didn't tell him that she had herpes. Of course, you know, she probably was feeling ashamed or whatever. But when she didn't have it anymore, then she said it like, hey, you know, I did that fast and now my herpes is gone. Hmm. Oh, it's real. I think that 80% of the uh, world need to do that then because don't they say we all have 80% of... Oh, it's some type of viral infection. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. We're we walking around with all kind of dormant diseases, but we kind of like, you know, yeah. floating. And as soon as you do something, it's inflaming. You're like, oh, damn, what's... So... That goes, you know what, that... And honestly, your mind is like that too, not to segue into emotional intelligence, you know what I always love mm. talking about, but... Do it. Um... You know, there's we people say, you know, this person is bipolar or this person is, you know, has schizophrenia or whatever. And a lot of the times, a lot of us have those underlying mental illnesses until something happens that triggers it. And then, you know, have you ever oh, heard yeah. a person that just like spaz out and they was like, oh, my God, I never thought. Yeah, this person wasn't like was, this when would do this. And I've been knowing them forever. Oh, yeah. I've been knowing them forever. And they just tr- trigger. And it's because th- there are underlying diseases yeah. that we are not. Or privy you, to, and then it yep. becomes this thing because something mm-hmm. happened. Or what you've done is taken in so much foreign starch and cyanide, which damages the brain, and to, point, and to the point where now you're at the tipping now oh, you're at yeah. the tipping point. And so it's like, you they're not testing for those kind of things like FDAs and all that. They just going like, when you eat this, are you going to you know, blow up right in front of me? No. But they're not testing the long-term effects of anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking about red dye number 40, which is the de- the devil because it's in everything. Twizzlers, flaming Hots, Cakes, Red Velvet, which is if you put just a little bit more or whatever, it can, it can be fatal. And it, it they, they don't say it, but it's... Uh, leading to the cancers that we having, yeah, so people act like really about bad. this like, oh, f cancer and this and that, like it's just this mystery like demon, but really it's all the concoctions we consuming and obviously putting on our bodies and breathing in and everything, but it's that and that and those dyes and everything that we put in our bodies foreign, they're not testing them when they cross. Like you'll say like, okay, they can have this much red dye number forty, but you're not saying like red dye number forty and ingredients from can and ingredients from this and ing- all together. You don't test it like that. You just, right. you know, do it for the dosage of that product. Yeah. And that's what's throwing us under the bus. But because, you know, we get doctors and things like that, they can put pretty much put Band-Aids over ailments. Then it's like, all right, we goody. Wow. And I will just say to people, listen, one <laughs> misconception or just kind of with vegan is that it's I ain't going to have fun or I don't get to eat. I eat. Like, I actually love food. And I've been a vegan forever. And you always forever. posting it. <laughs> what? So what I'm saying is you don't have to compromise your taste for to become a vegan. It's not like it's just bland. Like, especially people who are out there, if you cook, it's easier for you because you can play with things. You could, you know what I mean, try things out and you never know, like, what you'll create. Yeah. There was a guy who transitioned. He was a big-time chef and cook, and he said, okay, I'm going vegan. Now he's got a bigger following, and he's still, you know, hooking up food, but he just went straight vegan. Yeah. So if you guys need help or anything like that, um, go to Vegan Queen Startup Kits. 
So I got a page designated to people who like, what do I do and how do I do it? And it's just all that. Vegan Queen Startup Kids. Yeah, I don't even think Facebook. I follow that. No, because it's, it's fairly new. Oh, okay. So I'm going to stalk everybody. And it's on Facebook. I don't yeah, really be on Facebook like that. Too, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll have to transition to uh, our IG. But, you know. I'm like, get that off the table. Right. <laughs> I'm just messing them up. You heard it. I didn't hear it. So, yeah. Um, that, that, that'll help you. Blair Christian will help the world. That's my goal. Tell them where to find you, Blair, before we get up out of here. Um, Blair Christian, IG. Uh, Blair Christian Facebook, Blair Cartlidge Facebook, and Vegan Queen Startup Kits. Um, and actually, Vegan Queen Startup Kits at gmail.com, too. Okay. You just email me straight out. And uh, look out for Valetra. That's the vegan superhero. That is a real superhero. No, she, she dresses is. up like her and everything. And it's I very save funny. people from the bad devils of meat and garbage. <laughs> I love it, y'all. Y'all can find her all over the world. She is. Do you still do Wild and Out? No, I haven't done uh, this last two seasons. So okay, no, I don't. Okay, just very funny comedian, y'all, and an amazing dancer. She has been a background for Missy Elliott for how long? Man, it's been a long time, like it's over ten years. Yeah, it's been. 13 years, I think. 13 years. I was like 12 when I started. Yeah, it's, it was. she's amazing. She has done a great job um, with that. Thank you, thank you very much yeah, thank for you being for having on me. and talking about this. Um, hopefully you guys got some really good information about this particular episode, which was all about veganism. Um, we will be having some other episodes about diet and things like that for regular food, for regular people. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Even though I can't eat most of that shit, but uh, Mike does still eat, you know, in the real world what up Mike <laughs> so um, yeah hopefully you guys stay tuned on that and if you haven't checked out the episodes prior to this last season Be Less Petty About Relationships you need to go back and check that out now because it was so dope um, and of course you know I started my YouTube channel Be Less Petty TV which is all about being less petty with your time space and energy and trying to encourage emotional intelligence to help you live a less petty yeah, life I need to be so, on there um, <laughs> that's dope I've been your girl your host Kelly Howard thank you so so very much much and i will see you back here sooner than later deuces a very special thank you to lisa beasley our producer with she funny as well as Teresa stewart her company is colored she's responsible for all of our new branding and design and cards against humanity for this donated studio space